All right, we are back for another episode of the Zone Cast. We weren't scheduled to record today, but with the big news of Matt Nagy relinquishing his play calling duties, we felt the need to discuss this in an emergency Bears podcast. I'm joined today by Sweeps as we will go in depth on this decision by the Bears. So, in our previous episode that we recorded yesterday, you were saying you didn't see Nagy giving up his play calling duties. So, how surprised are you to hear this news just the following day? I am very, very surprised right now. And as a lot of the city of Chicago is very surprised. I did not think that he was ever going to do this. He's, it's been coming to question for since last year now about play calling. And the play calling has struggled a lot. And he's finally taken a step back and decided that this could be the best thing for the team at the moment. And I thought he was he would rather just get fired. I really did think he was just going to get fired. But we'll see. How do you feel right now as a Packers fan? Well, I really think stubbornness gets in the, in the way of head coaches in the National Football League. So it's good to see that he isn't being stubborn about it and he's deciding to make changes that are needed. Um, I'm also kind of torn in the way that I think – this kind of seems like a last resort move for Nagy. You know, once he gives up play calling, and if this doesn't work, he's in real trouble, especially if they're not winning. If they keep trending downwards, this could be real bad for Nagy, and he might not even be here next year at this rate. Yeah, I thought that this could be good either way for him because let's say that things go badly with Laser. This could be like another scapegoat situation. You know, oh, it's not just me. It's not just my problem with the play calling. See, Laser, he couldn't do it either. And then you could go look the other way and say, hey, you know, things are turning around. Like the offense is starting to look good. And his job as the head coach is to get this team to win. So either way, this could be good for Matt Nagy, do you think? Well, you see, I kind of see it in a little bit of a different way. I kind of see it as... Nagy having no cards now left in his deck. You know, he brought in his own guys and then he, they brought in Foles and he went from Mitch to Foles because that's the guy it seemed like he wanted from the get go. And now he's finally relinquishing, relinquishing the play calling. So really he's got no cards left. So he really needs this to work. That's the, that's the way I see it as of now, but I do get what you're saying as you know, it, it, it could kind of prove that, you know, maybe the play calling isn't the issue if it's not, but I I have my suspicions that play calling is definitely one of the issues on this team. Uh, So you mentioned Bill Lazor. So tell us, tell us a little more about who, who Bill Lazor is, where he's been and kind of what changes you may expect for the bears going forward. Yeah. uh, Bill Lazor, he's been here since last year. He, um, he's been, with Nick Foles previously in that great year Nick Foles had, he was his QB coach. Nick Foles had a miraculous year. The stats were amazing. And then the year after that, he went to the Dolphins as the offensive coordinator. And the Dolphins ranked pretty well offensively. They were 11th in points, uh, 14th in yards. So that was a pretty impressive year for Laser there. Um, he got fired the year after that. It was kind of a disaster. Joe Philbin got fired earlier in the year. And then Laser later on in 2015. And after that, he's kind of, you know, not very successful. I mean, he went to the Bengals as a QB coach and 
they did okay when he was a QB coach. They had the 12th ranked offense. And then in 2017 and 2018, their rankings were not very good. So I'm not sure if this is going to work out for Bill Lazor, but in terms of what he'll bring to this offense, um, he he says he likes to run kind of a hybrid West Coast and Eric Coriel scheme. It kind of emphasizes tempo and pre-snap. It also likes to, you know, go vertical and stretch the field. So a lot of Bears fans might be happy about that. Although we don't have the offensive line to go vertical very much. So it's kind of interesting right now. But how do you feel about laser? Do you, do you think it's going to improve? Well, I mean, it's something different, you know, because what Nagy's been doing, it, it hasn't been working. So I think any change is kind of worth the risk at this point, because let's be honest, that offense can't really look much worse at this point. Um, and this, this is a huge opportunity for Bill Lazor to call plays for this offense. You know, this is a huge groundbreaking career opportunity for him. And if he takes it and runs with it, that could be huge for his career. Uh, as for his scheme, you were talking about it. Do you expect to see a lot of changes in the way this offense looks, or is it going to be minimal, at least to start? I really don't know because this is of course still has Nagy written all over it right it's still going to be Nagy's scheme but we're going to see Bill Lazor's preferences start to you know come into play a lot more we are going to still see a lot of pre-snap motion like I said and I think he's going to try to go vertical and the tempo I think he's going to try to he emphasizes that he likes to get everybody to the line very quickly and just to play fast play as fast as possible so Overall, I think Nagy's scheme is a little bit flawed because a lot of players have struggled to pick up his scheme and learn it correctly or how he wants it to be learned. But it's just a, it seems like a la- yeah, it's a last ditch effort here and it can't get much worse. You know what's kind of weird about it from my my perspective is a lot of times these offensive head coaches and their coordinators, they're typically very similar in their philosophies, but it seems like Laser and Nagy are kind of coaches that are cut from a different cloth and kind of see it all differently. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how that's going to play out. Cause it's not like he's from the same exact coaching tree with the same philosophies and schemes. So there might be, I think there might be some big differences, maybe not right away, but I think down the line, we could, we could see some noticeable, noticeable changes in this bears offense. So let's just go back to Nagy for a second. Um, Nagy has, in the past, he didn't want to, he wanted the players to adjust to his system, not the other way around. Do you think that with Laser in here, he could change things in that regards? Because the Don Coriel, a famous quote of his is, I just try to fit my offense to the players that I've got. Now, it, it, like I said, this kind of has Nagy's scheme and his previous ways just written all over it still. You know, I, I do like that mentality that you, you know, you got to coach the team you have. And I think that's really been Nagy's biggest flaw throughout his tenure with the Bears is he's kind of trying to stick to what he wants to do despite the players on his roster. And, you know, unfortunately, I really don't see that changing much. This is still his team, and this is still his offense, even if he's not calling plays. So I don't know how much of that I see changing. 
Yeah. What uh, experience have you seen from coaches who didn't call plays? Like how, what were they good at in particular if they weren't calling plays? Well, one thing is they're, they're good at managing the game. You know, time management is huge. Teams who have had coaches that call offensive plays typically have worse time management, especially in those two-minute situations uh, because they're focused on their offense and they're not focused on managing the game. So that right there could be an improvement for the Bears. So maybe we'll see Nagy a little more engaged, a little more aware of, of kind of the feeling of the game and really what's going on with his team and his players. Yeah, like I said in the past podcasts, it just didn't seem like he was engaged with the game. He was just looking down at his play card the whole game. So I think that will definitely benefit him in a lot of ways. Now, do what were his exact intentions with this? Was this like a scapegoat? Because we know, like we've talked about this already, but he's used a lot of scapegoats in the past. Like for example, Jordan Howard when he couldn't, you know. It, he didn't fit his system. He fired Harry Heastan because he, he blamed him for the offensive line. Then Mitch Trubisky was the scapegoat. Is this like that, or is this a genuine Matt Nagy where he wants his team to win? I think it's a little bit of both, but we're definitely going to find out throughout the season how this is all going to play out. See, I don't. I I would think based off Nagy's history that this would be a scapegoat situation, but at this point all the fingers are going to be pointing at him no matter what, if this doesn't work out, I don't think he can again, get away with this offense failing. It's going to come back to him sooner or later and he's running out of time. So this offense needs to turn around or there's, there's going to be nobody to blame other than Matt Nagy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just trying to give him a little bit of credit because I know I've absolutely dogged him but I'm trying to look at it from both ways as well. All right. So before we wrap this thing up, I think one important thing to point out is the situation where the bears are in their season. Uh, it's kind of the ideal timing for the bears to make this change to, to play calling. Uh, they got a Monday night game this week with the Vikings. And then after that, they've got a bye week So this gives Laser an opportunity to kind of get his feet wet with play calling and then kind of reflect back and see what mistakes he made or what things he did good and really hit the ground running after the bye week. Do you have anything else to add tonight, Sweepy? Yeah, I have a few things to add first. In today's presser, Nagy said that this wasn't permanent. If this starts to, you know, reek like it did, the offense doesn't improve much, do you see him going back to play calling? Um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, this is kind of the last card in his deck. I really don't think he can go back to play calling after relinquishing it, at least not this year. You know, maybe if he were coming back next year and he wanted to give another go, that I could totally see. But I feel like this year that's pretty set in stone with laser going forward, unless it's just atrocious. But I, I don't see it being much worse than it's been. Yeah, Laser has also been calling the plays into Fold's helmet during the practices throughout the season. I find I found that pretty weird when Nagy said that. Shouldn't Nagy have been calling that into the helmet throughout practice to, you know, just at least so Foles can at least hear his voice and get familiar? It just it sounded a little bit weird to me. Yeah, that is, that is somewhat weird, I will admit. 
But at the same time, during a practice like this, you know, Nagy's probably a little more focused on other things. Maybe like he should be in the games, really. So it, it is a weird uh, situation there. But I, I do, I do kind of understand that that standpoint for even just getting getting laser involved in the practices a little more. Yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes. I think, like I said, I think the only way you can go is up. I think this might put a little bit of juice into the offense and. Maybe the Bears pull out a victory. All right, so that will wrap it up for tonight. Uh, We will be back on Sunday to recap the Packers game, and then maybe Monday night or Tuesday morning to uh, recap the Bears-Vikings matchup. 